0: Welcome in to this trial episode of the Esports Minute Weekly Recap, presented by Esports Network. I'm your host Mitch Reams. In this episode, we will recap all the biggest esports stories over the last 7 days. We start, where else, but the winners on the screen. CSGO's most dominant team was on display again at the Starladder Berlin Major as Astralis won the team's 4th Major. While Astralis had fallen from the top spot in the CSGO rankings since winning the previous major at IEM Katowice over the winter, they showed once again why they are the best team on the biggest stage in Berlin. This gives Astralis three majors in a row dating back to 2018. League of Legends is wrapping up their various regional leagues in preparation for the World Championships. South Korea Telecom may not have most of their roster from the string of World Championships but they still have Faker, and the GOAT of League of Legends led SKT to a win in the LCK Summer Championships over Griffin. Over in China, it was Fun Plus Phoenix who grabbed the Summer LPL title and also received some awesome new kits from Nike, but more on that later. In the West, G2 took home the LEC title. They seem like the Western org most prepared to make a deep run in Worlds this year, but after the madness of last year, anything seems possible. The LCS belongs once again to Team Liquid. Doublelift proves why he's the best player in NA. Will this be the year he finally shows his true talent at Worlds? In the other franchise league, the OWL playoffs are in full swing. We are still in the midst of that bracket, so be ready for a full recap of the playoffs and a preview of the grand final in next week's recap. Finally, DreamHack Montreal. TSM took home the Rainbow Six competition, and look for that team on the Esports Network podcast in the coming weeks. We're still trying to hammer out schedules, but I'm looking forward to that episode. Also at DreamHack, amateur Rocket League team The Peeps stunned the world's best teams to win the event. For a full recap of their improbable run, check out esportsnetwork.com where I broke down the whole Cinderella story. Now we move over to the business side of esports. I mentioned FunPlus Phoenix's new Nike gear. The apparel giant has released customized team kits for all 16 teams in the LPL only some of the teams received unique designs, and FunPlus Phoenix was one of the lucky ones. In addition, Nike released a documentary showing how they are working with LPL players like Uzi to improve physical fitness and lengthen esports players' careers. The new Call of Duty League didn't receive great news, as two key players from behind the scenes will be missing from the CDL as the league moves towards a franchise model akin to the Overwatch League in 2020. Adam Opicella was the first employee of Major League Gaming. And his 16-year run with the company has finally come to an end. He was the executive most closely tied to Call of Duty Esports, and the scene's success can largely be traced back to Adam. How the league will fare without his hands remains to be seen, but Activision Blizzard would rest a little bit easier knowing Adam was behind the wheel. Speaking of people they definitely want to be involved, Nadeshot announced that 100 Thieves will not be joining the CDL, The former Call of Duty champion with OpTic Gaming has built one of the hottest esports brands in the game. Despite raising $60 million over two funding rounds with investments from Drake and Scooter Braun, Nadeshot says the CDL is too costly for 100 Thieves at this time. Many of the faces behind the scenes of Call of Duty Esports will not be on hand for the new CDL, a potential cause of concern for Activision Blizzard. Now for some good news from AB. The Overwatch League released viewership stats for Season 2 that saw a double-digit growth rate over Season 1. These new data points come from Nielsen and finally allow Apple-to-Apple comparisons between esports and sports viewership. What does that comparison say? That the Overwatch League is the only sports league in the US growing in the 18-34 demographic, and that the OWL is already bigger than the MLS and MLB in that demo. As the OWL prepares to move to home cities next year, those numbers will be a point of reassurance for Activision Blizzard executives. Another reassuring point, billionaires are still throwing money at the league. The latest entry was Texas real estate mogul Lee Ziben, who bought the Houston Outlaws who formerly belonged to Optic Gaming. The team was forced to be sold after being bought by the Immortals Gaming Club, who already own a team in the OWL. Zybin also bought eUnited, the reigning Call of Duty World Champions, showing he is likely doubling down on the two Activision Blizzard franchise leagues. Now for a rapid-fire send-off. The Overwatch League signed a deal with Kellogg's to bring Pringles and Cheez-Its as presenting sponsors of parts of OWL broadcasts. Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster has re-signed his deal as brand ambassador with HyperX. Puma signed a two-year deal with Order, an Australian esports organization. Red Bull signed a deal with G2 to be a jersey sponsor of all G2 teams, a massive partnership between two leading esports companies. Coca-Cola is now the official beverage sponsor of TESPA, Blizzard's collegiate esports arm. The Overwatch League is named Zip Chair Gaming as the official chair sponsor, that's one of the most lucrative chair deals in all of esports. Boom TV acquired the American Video Game League. And finally, Banjo-Kazooie was added to Smash Bros. Ultimate, giving N64 fans around the world a nostalgia injection. That's all for this weekly recap of all the biggest esports news over the past week. Be sure to tune in next week to keep up to date. And in the meantime, subscribe to the Esports Minute for daily news hits.